Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening to Berhantu and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror, I guess. Um how did we get from a comedy podcast to a horror podcast? I have no idea, but I'm just thankful for the journey and thank you for the opportunity to entertain you guys and freak you guys out and creep you guys out. So today, now this episode may be a short episode. Okay, I'll try to keep it short and snappy so that I don't ramble on because I have a bad habit of rambling. And this episode is about Seleta Northling. Okay, so I've gotten three stories because actually I initially had only one story, but the story was rather short. So I decided to find out more about Seleta Northling. And perhaps people who have had experiences around that area. Now, for those of you who do not know, um, for those of you Yishunites, Yishunites, eh? suddenly I give you guys name. For those of you Yishun people, um, hello homies, tiwa. Um, now from the Yishun Dam, okay, from the Yishun Dam, if you, if you um were to enter Yishun Dam from, oh, I mean from the other side, you can go to the right. Which will lead you to the CTE SLE, alright, and all the way to the airbase, okay, Salita airbase and and wherever you want to go. But if you make a left turn, alright, the left turn would bring you to Salita Northling, okay. So this Salita Northling is this long winding road. It is um there's vegetations, there's factories, there is good scenery of the reservoir. Alright, and it will lead you directly to Punggol in under 10 minutes. Okay, so it depends on like, how fast you're driving. If you're, if you're driving fast like me, you will probably reach it around like 6-7 minutes. That's up at Punggol. It's very fast, um, but it's very quiet at night. Okay, I have um, I have a, I have an uncle who lives in Punggol. So whenever I go to his house, I will always take that route because it's very, very fast, you know. As opposed to macam kalau kau ambil the lorong halus one, so it's quite long and you have to go through the CTE and then back to Yishun um, from Lentor. That's a bit further. But if you use this route, it's shorter lah. It's 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 much um much shorter. So in the morning, it's quite busy because there's a lot of um I mean there's a lot of um trucks and whatever you have it you know going to and fro but at night it's really really very very quiet and it's quite eerie but I, I wouldn't say eerie but i mean for some people it's not eerie but for me it's eerie because imagine just driving there I mean, there's literally no one there um and on some nights when it's like in the morning like 2 3 a.m when you're driving you are literally like sometimes the only car there you know um, and you cannot see another car behind you whatsoever. So I was very intrigued about this whole place, but also because I always see people cycling, right? Because nowadays Singaporeans love to cycle, right? On the road. Um, so there's always cyclists at any point of time during uh, the day and even at night. So... I actually have a story, a, sh- a short story about this cyclist who met something while cycling through that that long stretch of road, okay? But, is it, but because the story is too short, so I decided to find two more stories. And today, I have three stories, so I hope to share with you uh, about Salita Northling. Alright, first story, let's go. So this, uh, this Humboldt Lonnie, 
um this guy he used to um cycle a lot all right when he was um when 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 covid first started you know doing that the whole thing so he said that right now because now officers can go back you know, I mean can go back to office and all that so he says i try not to cycle as i mean i cannot cycle as much as i used to before when everyone was working from home right now that everyone is going back to the office he is being forced to just sort of put aside his cycling um shindigs you know for, for for the time being so he said that there was this one night he decided that he had uh, he ended work early so he said i wanted to go cycle um he lives in yishun by the way so from yishun he said my route is from yishun from my house i would cycle all the way through the dam Okay, and then I will turn to the left, to the Selita Northling, all the way until I reach uh, Punggol, and then I will cycle all the way back. Okay, um, that would take about probably maybe one hour. So he said that's all I need sometimes, you know, just one hour of just cycling and all that. So on that day, usually he cycle with a couple of his friends, but because. Of course, it's a work night, right? Um, I think he said it was on a Wednesday night, so there wasn't. I mean, he didn't have any friends who were willing enough to spend <laughs> the evening cycling, lah. You know, he said his normal cycling kaki start jadi macam masa besok kerja and all that. So it's like it's okay, lah. You want to go ahead? Can go ahead by yourself. So he found himself doing it alone. And he said it's it's fine. I've done things alone before. I've cycled alone before. Um, at Selita Northling, so it wasn't it wasn't a big deal for me. But on that night, he said. I was cycling and halfway through the the route. So okay, so Selita Northling, right? When you go cycle, when you drive, or when you cycle, you will go up this ramp and then you will go down. So when you go down that ramp, about two hundred meters in, you will go through this vegetation area. So this vegetation area, there was like a pondo, though. It's like a pondo at the side. Um, I do not know which. I do not know what 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 it houses, but there's a pondo and then there's um, pokok pisang, alright. There's a lot of banana trees on either side of the road. Um, but he thought that of course banana tree you will see a a pea right, kakap pea right, or puncana. But he said he didn't saw that. He saw something else. So he was cycling, and he saw he saw a man seated at the curbside. Right, so the road curb, right? So he was sitting down and he was facing down, all right. And from far, he said, I saw him from far, from like one one hundred meters away. He was wearing like a macam a cargo like macam kaki green kind of uniform, something like that. So he thought it was a Bangladeshi worker, all right. But he said, if it's a Bangladeshi worker, why is he alone? Where are the rest of his friends? And how come the shift is like, you know? He said this was about maybe around eleven. Thirty at night, like that. So he saw this fella sitting on the side of the road. Okay, very small guy, just sitting on the side of the road. So okay, because there are cars driving right beside him. Ah, uh, he said that it was quite a quiet night because it was a weekday night. So by the time the sebelas tengah datang, pada tengah kereta tau. So like once in a while, you will see cars going pass by. It was so it's not it's not that frequent. Incidentally. As he was cycling, there was a car beside him. So the car was on high beam, obviously, right? Because it was late at night. He the car drove past him because the car is faster, obviously, physics. So as the car moved towards this guy at the side, the shine the light shine on him, right? 
he realized that this guy is a Japanese soldier. So he's like, eh? That's quite fucked up. It's a Kepetai lah, you know? For those of you who do not know, Kepetai is the military, the Japanese military last time, you know, in the ni- in the World War Two, we were obviously, you know, called Sionanto, um, blah, 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 and they roamed this island <laughs> called Sionanto. So the Japanese soldiers lah. Um, but he said the weird thing is that I mean, obviously, the car is, is moving. The car wouldn't wouldn't care lah who's seated at the side of the road, right? So, the car went off. So, the car went off. Alright? And he said that, fuck, because I'm cycling, I'm going to reach to this guy, to this capatai. So, at the top, he said he really know, really like, okay, it's it's unlikely that it's, that it's someone in a costume, you know, because it's not Halloween. And if it's really a capatai, then it's not human lah. Obviously, right? He knows. So, he said, I was very lucid. Aku, dengan sekejapan, aku terfikir, ini bukan orang main Halloween. Saya ini betul-betul like, soldier Jepun. So, it's like, shit, shit, shit. I have to, I have to, um, I have to, what do you call that? Um, move to the other side of the road because I do not want to go right beside him because if he cycle, he will go right beside this this, so, uh, this soldier. So, in that, in that moment, he said, in that, in that macam 3-4 seconds where he was thinking about whether he wants to go to the other side of the road to cycle this guy right so he said he's, get to, he's getting closer and closer, closer macam like okay about 50 meters away so closer and closer, closer and closer and his light was very powerful he said even though it's a normal bicycle light it's quite powerful lah the lumens was quite high so I think this Japanese soldier spirit whatever saw him coming so he actually turned his head Oh my god. And when he turned, he said, this guy said, so I stopped my bicycle. Like, I didn't even like continue cycling. I, I could just break my bicycle. I stopped and at this point of time, I was like probably 20 meters away from him. So he was seated, he was seated at the side of the road. He turned his head. Muka dia pucat gila. So he said, this, this fella, this the soldier, his face was so pale and so white. Like, it's almost as if he was wearing like powder like that, you know? Macam bedak sejuk Dia cakap She said This is the guy said Tak seram It's not scary The face is not scary But he looks so pale Like he's wearing Like Pressed powder on his face So when This guy Stopped 20, min- 20 meters away This Japanese soldier Turned his head Stood up And that's when he saw The rifle At the side So he took the rifle And he ran across the road Into the bushes just like that and so this guy was at the side of the road he's like what the fuck just happened I just saw a Japanese soldier at Seletar Northling so he said I didn't think much about it <laughs> I cut short my, 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 my cycling I didn't even sweat I wasn't even sweating in a ton of time I turned my bicycle and I cycled all the way back home. I didn't continue my, my, my cycle on that day. And since he said, since that day, I didn't cycle. So whenever I want to cycle at Seletar Northling, I would always make sure that I have a friend with me. At least one friend. I would never do it alone any, anymore. And that was, a f- that was the thing that, um, that this person um, saw lah. You know, at Seletar Northling. So another story was this. Um, so this guy is an I wouldn't say an acquaintance like he's quite close to me lah, but he's more of like a friend, a friend of my cousin. Okay, so I mean we 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 know each other for a few years already lah because he's very close friends with my cousin and all that. 
So dia naik motor he, he, he rides motorcycle So he said that he will always send the girlfriend So the girlfriend stays in Punggol lah So uh, he stays in Yishun of course These things always happen to Yishun people lah Because Yishun people are a different breed from other Singaporeans um, I don't know in a good way or in a bad way But we're just different lah We're just built differently So anyways, he was riding his motorcycle And dia dah hantar girlfriend dia lah Dia hantar girlfriend dia He said it was 2am in the morning Of course lah Budak muda right Young kids Spend time late So I think But I think that the girlfriend was working the next day The girlfriend is a teacher by the way So the, he sent her back to Punggol And he was going back home Alright So he was on the way back home From Punggol to Yishun So he had to go back through that Seletar North Link In the midst of riding his motorcycle Alright So remember eh High beam eh And he said I was just Macam I wasn't even Riding fast lah I was probably riding around Maybe at 70 Around there 60 plus 70 Because I was just taking my own time And all that It was a cool night and all At a distance So he said At a distance At about maybe 2-300 meters away I saw A couple A man And a woman Dressed in white So this lady Was dressed in a white Baju kurung And a white tudung Tapi tudung ni bukan tudung yang macam The, the tudung is not the kind of tudung that you wear with a clip and all that No, it's just like a shawl over her head You can still see the hair and all that lah Right And the guy was wearing Astaghfirullahaladzim This is not funny Um, The guy was wearing a white jubah And pakai songkok aji Warna putih Was wearing a white songkok It wasn't the Not the normal songkok The black colour songkok It's the is the white color one, the one that you can fold, yeah. So from two to three meters away, he said, "I saw this couple, and I thought <laughs> this guy is quite stupid, lah." So it's like, "Aku ingat ada kampung." Then I'm like, "Singapore mana ada kampung? Bodo kampung Punggol is at the other, the other side." You know, in Punggol, my sister said, "Maybe this guy is from the HDB block somewhere." But it's like it cannot be the HDB block because that area that he was driving at. It's all forests. They're just vegetation. There wasn't even any place for factories or whatever. So there's no way that this person is coming from a place. Right? But it's what he saw. So he said, I was riding my motorcycle. Aku nampak lelaki baju warna putih, bakal jubah putih dengan perumpah bakal jubah putih cross the road. So they came out from the, so they came out from this forest. They crossed the road. And then they entered another side To the other side of the road To another forest And that's when he said Oh shit Maybe it's orang bunian Okay for those of you who do not know For my non-Malay speakers Orang bunian is Basically in English If you google it, it They are called elves um, But orang bunian also means Hidden people um, As a loose translation So orang bunian Is Is It's a form of makhluk halus It's a form of jin uh, We in Islam believe in orang bunian But they come from another plane They come from another world It's just that They reside on earth Just like us lah You know And sometimes if you're lucky Or unlucky You might be able to see them You know But usually they mind their own business And and they live in They live in houses They live in the forest They live in vegetations They they they, they have a life Just like you and I But Of course they are from another place lah Eh belum nak naik So he said that Aku nampak orang bunian lah He said that was the only That was the only um 
explanation that I had. It was the only explanation that I had because why would a random suami istri come out from a jungle at like 2 a.m. in the morning to cross the road and not even wait for a grab or whatever, you know? This, they merely just cross the road, jalan down and cepat. He said, okay. And another thing he said that, I don't know whether it's because I was riding or what, but or maybe it's my visor, but from what I saw, Dorang jalan as if they're gliding. They're not even like macam walking as per normal. It it seems as if they're gliding. So they went out from the jungle. They crossed the road. Ooh, shit, sorry. It's it's twelve midnight now. Um, and they just cross and enter the jungle at the other side or the forest at the other side. So he said, I just then after that I went I went eighty to ninety. I sped all the way back home to Yishun. <laughs> and he said I never I never look back. But there was though he said there was one incident that I never forget lah. Then she got I couldn't have a bunny and he said I I don't know why it just occurred to me that yeah I just saw them. So that's the second story. Uh, the third story. Okay, so this third story is quite creepy because this thing talked to them. All right. So first was this Japanese soldier. Second, orang bunyan. So this is from a girl. So this girl and the boyfriend. Um, okay, no, was it boyfriend or were they engaged then? Okay, I'm not sure whether they were engaged or they were still boyfriend and girlfriend. So the boyfriend um, had acid reflux, alright? So he said that they were driving from Yishun to go to Punggol, right? She, uh, she stays in Punggol, he stays in... Um, he doesn't stay in, in Yishun, but I think they, were, they baru habis makan dekat Rasa Rasa. Yeah, they just finished eating Rasa Rasa seafood and it was nearby, right? So you just turn to the side, go all the way straight to the dam and then you can go back to Punggol. So, I do not know where the boyfriend lives. Uh, by this point of time, she was living in Punggol. So, boyfriend uh, bawa kereta lah, bawa kereta. But he was having acid reflux. So, he said it was very uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable to the point where, right? To the point where they had to stop. So, there's this part of the... um road that's like a junction like a t-junction of sorts if you guys know and have um drove there before you know there's a there's a long big road where the so normally it's just two road so the macam it's just one lane will open up to two lanes and then when you come to this t-junction it will open up to four lanes right on either on either side and it's very bright by the way she said that's the most fucked up part this 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 whole thing happened during in total brightness malam lah one malam it was around 12 plus like that so he said, actually, I, I cannot focus on driving, alright? So he had to stop. So he stopped at the side of the road. And he switched on his hazard light lah. So the girl cannot drive. So the girl's like, shit, how? Cannot. So you just relax first. So you relax first, kominomai, whatever. Or you lie down for a while, we'll chill for a while. We will chill. And when you are better, then we will continue driving. So he said, okay. So they switch off the engine of the car by the side. So he put the 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 seat down, and he was so, sort of like lying down lah, and she was just beside him playing playing with a handphone lah. She said. About ten minutes, when the boyfriend was asleep, this lady said, that someone knocked on the window of the car. When she turned, she saw a pachi, okay, she saw a pachi, um. Dressed up. In Macam baju batik Baju batik lengan pendek It's like a batik shirt But short sleeve Pakai songkok The normal songkok The black songkok And pakai seluar biasa lah Pakai seluar biasa in, And then she looked in front In front of her car 
was his bicycle, presumably, right? Because the bicycle was right in front. When 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 they stopped the car, there wasn't any bicycle there. So she thought this part she was just cycling around, cycling. Okay, I do not know why lah. She didn't think much. So she actually wind down the window. Because she said, tak kalah ada pantu, pakcik minta tolong, whatever, right? So she knocked, and after that, the pakcik smiled at her. And then she smiled at the pakcik. And then pakcik cakap, kenapa, kat, kenapa uh, stop kereta? Why did you stop the car? So this lady said, oh tak. Uh, so she pointed to, to the boyfriend. Uh, the sakit perut. And she said, oh kesian. Okay lah, hati-hati eh. She said okay But she said The most weird part was that Bila aku main handphone Aku tak dengar pun Because it's very quiet right Aku tak dengar bunyi Basikal I didn't hear any bicycle Coming to my uh, to, to uh, From the back Or coming to the front I didn't hear anything It was pure silence I was just playing my phone And suddenly this pakcik So she was, she was a bit startled But she didn't think much about it And then the pakcik said Oh okay Hati-hati tau And after she's like Okay terima kasih cik uh, Sama-sama So she Find out the window again she said it was very random. I do not know why this budget was very random. Now, this is the most after part, okay? So she saw the budget go in front, got on the bicycle. Now the budget is in front of her, right? So the budget turned the head and smiled at her and waved at her. So she said, so she waved back. She nodded and she waved back. The budget rode the bicycle. Okay And she said This is what I saw Hafiz I can never forget it Kata tak macam PowerPoint presentation PowerPoint slide Where things fade off That is exactly What I saw I saw the uncle the, I saw this pakcik On this bicycle Jalan kat depan And it's not because he, be, he doesn't become smaller He just fade Into nothing So I got freaked out I immediately screamed And I I, I I woke up my 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 partner, so my partner oh so 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 cakap ada pachi ada pachi gaib ada pachi gaib that's what I said I don't know why the word gaib was just there in my editing my tongue this lady said but I just said pachi tu gaib pachi tu gaib means like the pachi disappeared the pachi disappeared so the boyfriend was like oh, what happened I saw pachi she, she talked to me I wind down the window and and he talked to me and and I talked to him can we go back home now so the 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 the, the guy like even though like was was in pain he was like okay 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 fine 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 so he was groggy there he put his seat up. And after that, they 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 switch on the I mean they they switch on the engine, and then they they went back home lah. You know, so when they went back home, um, she was just telling the the parents about this lah. And the parents like, okay, tapa tapa, you just mind the and 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 do whatever you know. And she said that she was so traumatized by the whole incident that that night the mimpi pakcik tu datang balik dalam mimpi dia. But in in that mimpi, the pakcik didn't talk to her lah. The pakcik was just in her mimpi, um. And she was at the same place And the pakcik just Waving at her and smiling And he said that There's nothing scary about the pakcik Oh Okay sorry I forgot Um, Yeah So Subhanallah So she said that When I wind down the window Something Caught my eye uh, Something caught my nose And it was the Bau minyak atah lah Yeah Macam bau Orang-orang baca Bikin masjid He said it was very strong So I knew it was coming From the pakcik lah Obviously I do not know where the pachit came from and he just disappeared into thin air. This was at Selita Nofling. So, with that, we've come to the end of today's episode. Oh, thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys have um, a great weekend ahead. So, thank you so much, guys. Good night. <laughs>